Hey now, I'm Dave Lorenzo. This is the Inside BS Show. I'm the Godfather and she's... Nikki G. Yeah, that's right. It's the Inside BS Show with the Godfather and Nikki G. We're just getting used to the name, folks, so bear with us. So, Nicola, there's something that has kind of hit close to home because we know people who have worked at least at one of the firms from the story I'm thinking about. There's a story in the news about two law firm partners who were behaving very, very badly. Apparently, these law firm partners were sending, and it's not funny, it's just stupid, were sending racist and anti-Semitic emails back and forth, and they were doing it on their law firm email. And then these geniuses decide that they're going to take hundreds of people with them and start their own firm. And guess what happened, Nicola? They found the racist emails. They found the anti-Semitic emails. Shocking. And then their former firm was obviously appalled by this behavior. And they produced these emails for the world to see. And these lawyers who behaved so badly had what the article I read described as the toughest day of their career. You think? What about all the people they were offending? <laughs> Probably a tough day for them too. So Nicola, what are the implications of, of a scandal like this? Dave, if you are a leader of a firm or even an employee of a firm, you never want to be in the headline for something like this. The implications are far reaching. It is reflective on your own firm, regardless if the employees have separated from your firm. And it is certainly reflective on their new firm. And unfortunately, the reputation of that firm and all the employees who left and who joined that new firm. And so you ought to make sure right, that you are keeping this behavior in check once it's happening. So the emails, it turns out, date back over a decade. So it is very hard to believe that there were no signs of this, no complaints made in over a decade worth of time prior to the point where the emails are released, based upon, by the way, an anonymous complaint that is made to the prior firm right after the partners leave and a hundred employees go with them and they set up a new shop. But to make it worse here, they also announced, you know, some of the values that the new firm would have. And it was directly contrary to the remarks that were made in the emails. So to prevent something like this, look, the bottom line is you can't support the behavior. There was obvious, it's obvious that there was a toxic environment with some of these folks in that setting. And it's never a surprise years later. There are signs of it that you can look out for and that you need to address. And regardless as to you know what they're bringing to the firm financially or otherwise, there's just no excuse for it in any setting to allow that behavior to continue. It's impacting your culture, it's impacting your employees and your business. And so you've got to address that and not let it get to that point where you end up becoming the next headline. I think it's absolutely incredible. It's First of all, uh, how about we start with don't hire racists and anti-Semites, okay? Let's start there. And then don't allow them to be a part of your culture for a decade, right? I can't believe that this behavior was limited just to a handful of emails. These guys, and they were guys, had to have been out there saying stupid stuff and, you know, behaving badly over and over and over again. And we see this all the time in professional firms. 
I see it among sales teams in traditional uh, manufacturing and distributing businesses in the pharmaceutical industry where, oh, the top producer, he tells an off-color joke at the company picnic and everybody lets it go because he's the top producer. It's not okay. It's not okay for somebody who's sweeping the floors and it's not okay for the CEO. If the behavior is wrong, it's wrong. You've got to call it out and you've got to stop it. This behavior, so the, the firm that they were at was Lewisburg's Voice, and then they moved and started their own firm. And as you said, they listed their core values. And of course, their core values, one of their core values was being inclusive and supporting a culture of diversity and everything. And Lewisburg's Voice, due to an anonymous tip, found these emails a decade later, which to me, it looks bad for everybody. Okay, Lewis Brisbois was probably trying to poison the well because these guys took a bunch of their good lawyers. But in the end, it makes them look like schmucks because they tolerated this behavior for 10 years. So I just don't get it on all levels. The bottom line for me, the takeaway from me is if you've got anti-Semitic behavior, you've got racist behavior in your company, I don't care who it is. You cut it out like a cancer. You throw those people to the curb right away because that's the kind of thing that destroys a culture your bottom line oh my bottom line is it is unacceptable there should be zero tolerance for that kind of behavior in any business you don't want it it is a rotten apple that will poison the rest of your organization it will harm everything that you've built in your business if you know that's going on and you allow it to go on you don't want to end up being the headline either so <laughs> That that's another thing entirely, but it is bad for everyone involved. So just don't support it in any way. Alrighty, folks, this is the Inside BS Show. We talk about topics like this every stinking day. You can find us wherever you get your podcast. Be sure and subscribe. And if you like the show, leave us a review. That's what helps us move up the charts. I'm Dave Lorenzo. I'm the Godfather of Growth, and she's Nikki G. We'll see you back here again tomorrow. Until then, here's hoping you make a great living and live a great life. <laughs>